Have a drink with me. Episode 8, The Walking Dead. Hey, Coral. Yeah, Dad. Get out, Coral. Please don't, Dad. Hey, Coral. Yeah. What if we were all books, Carl? Please stop. Would Norman read us? Would Norman read us, Coral? Welcome to Have a Drink with Me. I'm Dylan Polniak, and as always, I'm with Tom Flynn. Hello, Dylan. Hello, Tom. How are you? Oh, my. Good. Good. How are you? I'm good. Cool. What are we talking about? That was it. Just quick introductions. Oh, okay. So we're done. Absolutely. Great. All right. So today's episode is The Walking Dead. That was what I was looking for right there. Sorry, I missed my mark. No. So we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, our favorite things from the show, our favorite things from the comic book, and we're kind of going to, kind of going to, now, kind of going to uh, dissect uh, this here season. And, and so just so everybody knows, this is going to be incredibly spoilerific. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, for yeah. like completely head to toe. Yeah, and you're going to be talking about the comic books, right? Yep. Talking about things that haven't even happened yet in the uh, TV show. TV show, yeah. Okay. So just, you know, give us a spoiler alert and then count down from 100. Well, no, this is a spoiler okay. alert. This is your spoiler okay. alert this that is... we are going to be talking about the comic book right up until now. The TV show right up until now. So if you haven't seen all of the TV show or read all of the comic books, you should stop listening. But also like if <laughs> but like if you're not interested in reading the comic books, you can still listen to it. Yeah, because they're kind of following the trajectory a little bit, but I mean they're not strictly adhering to it, wouldn't you say? They're just kind of kind of yeah, going I mean, off on their own. Yeah, there's there's tangent. parts that match, parts that don't. Um but So who take it with a grain of salt, is what we're yes, saying. Yes. Yes. Have salt. So this episode, uh, I want to give a little special shout out to a good friend of Tom and mine, uh, Justin McFarland. Yes. Who decided that today, uh, this episode should be Moonshine, Moonshine that we we're drinking. Based off of the character Daryl Dixon. Who makes um, Moonshine? He, him, and his, him and his old pappy. Yep. Um, I, mean, my baby used to I make do want to assure Tom that this moonshine is not the kind that will make you go blind. That the one that Beth had told us about is that a thing? Yeah, Herschel Herschel told her that uh, moonshine will make you go blind. Bad moonshine will make you go blind. Oh, well, yeah, this is good moonshine. But wait, okay, so I've always thought that moonshine was like something like you you suggested this to me today, and I was like, wait. So does that mean we have to make it? Because I thought it was just like a thing that was made and couldn't be bought. Tom emptied his stores. toilet and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we emptied the toilet at work <laughs> and got all the ingredients for moonshine, whatever they might be. Yeah. Uh, so the moonshine that we're currently drinking is what? Um, Gulp. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the. I don't know the brand. It's at Ralph's. Yeah, we got. It's it. like the only moonshine that's packaged everyone but, will know what we're but drinking. it's specially flavored uh apple pie moonshine apple pie which i find a little delightful yeah it's pretty good it's a delight i'm afraid it's that syrupy. it's going to catch up on me eventually like oh, we uh we've already, had yeah we've had one tall glass each and mm-hmm. then we had a couple shots just to make it kick in but um yeah it's not there yet. I've got a couple of little tinglys going through my body. Yeah, I I can. I'm starting to feel it. I'm I'm bishin tipsish. 
It's not German. That's German. Yeah, sorry. Willst du Moonshine? <laughs> ja, jawohl, Herr Doktor. For those of you who don't speak German, uh, I think I I asked Tom if he wanted Moonshine, and he said, "Yeah." Yeah, you did. That was good. Man, Great. I'm good at this. So, uh, shall we start start with our? Uh, so, what we're gonna do, I think, is we're gonna start with my top five moments from the TV show. My top five favorite moments from the Walking Dead TV show. Is that yeah, correct? we'll be doing. Tom will be leading the TV show, and I'll be leading the comic books. So, I'll do my top five from the comic books. Oh boy. Okay. Um, right after. So, Tom. Okay. Let's, let's fucking talk. So, uh, number five. Here we are. Number five. Uh, this is my. This is from the episode uh, Seed, which is episode one of season three. So if you guys, if you remember ep- uh, season two, it gets a lot of flack for uh, being like the slower season, the season where like everybody just kind of hangs out at Herschel's farm and not a whole lot happens, just a lot of standing around and people kind of darting eyes and stuff like that. And it's it's not very exciting. You know, Lori, Rick's wife, kind of plays Lady Macbeth and turns, you know, uh, Rick and Shane, that's his name, right? Yeah, yep. Rick and Shane against one another. And um, I don't know. She ca- she gets, she catches a lot of flack for that. But uh, anyway, so this season, season three, episode one, is kind of like an announcement of like, hey, this is a completely new show. This is a completely different uh type of show that we're going for and it's the episode where they storm the uh the prison so they Mm -hmm. come upon the prison finally after like you know a winter of just wandering around and you know scrounging for food and scraps and killing walkers and just basically becoming a badass unit um it shows them at the beginning of the episode and they're like they're tactical they go like they storm you know go inside buildings and they have you know they know how to clear buildings and it's it's great so um but finally they come upon this prison and like i have written down um there's a part where they take the prison and they come upon zombies in riot gear Mm -hmm. that's amazing yeah I yeah. absolutely love that. It's just it's just like so much fun. It's just nothing but zombie action. Like they have to tactically take over this prison and secure it all. And uh to me that is like one of the coolest uh parts of The Walking Dead. I love that. Yeah. Um I was a big fan of that part um in the comic books as well because they played out more of the prison being completely dark and no one could see yeah. what was going on. So Rick and Glenn had to wear the riot gear from the zombies when they yep. went to try to find generators. They didn't, it wasn't necessarily dark in the yeah. TV show too much, but mm-hmm. there was still the element of like, I remember it takes, it here. takes them a long time to clear the prison mm-hmm. in, in the comics. And, and I mean, this kind of, it, it takes them a few episodes, but like the first episode where they initially approach the prison is awesome. Like mm-hmm. they, they have to first clear the outside and then they go inside and, you know they have to figure out all the all the catacombs that are inside and and like figure out what's inside there and then see if there's any inmates inside and it's just it's it's super cool yeah yeah i think that was that was what i like about the walking dead is uh, each season's kind of a completely different story yeah. altogether uh-huh. and i think season 3 was where 
they started picking up some real steam. Yeah, with... it was it was definitely like an announcement of hey, this is this is the new season of The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. This is a new uh, feel for it, where you know it's not going to be just everybody standing around a farm. It's yeah. going to be us. It was leaving the doing the dramatic and getting yeah. more action. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I think that's a a great thing to. Yeah, and so with that, I'm going to lead into my number four. Oh, okay. Uh, number four is from the episode Killer Within, which is season three, episode four, uh, Lori's death. Mm. I mean, I don't know about you, but I was not a fan of Lori. Yeah, they they really made you hate her. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I felt bad for the the actress. I went to a, like a Comic-Con panel, of course, because I'm a total loser. So, uh, yeah, I went to a Comic-Con panel and like she was... Uh, she was there basically catching flack for all like, you know, like people were calling her out. I'm like, yeah, wouldn't you say that Lori's like a total bitch and stuff like that? And she's like, uh, yeah, I like I that don't you're like whispering this right now. So I don't know. I, she like a total bitch. She's like a total bitch or something. She really was. Um, I had just finished watching the show prison break and she was the, um, she was one of the main characters on that. She was Wentworth Miller's, uh, love interest on the show mm. so just as that was finishing the walking dead was starting so i was pretty excited about Lori's character because sarah wayne cal is or callie uh-huh. i don't know how to pronounce it um she was selected as Lori, and she looks just like Lori from the comic books yeah so i thought it was all like a great choice but you're really supposed to like hate Lori, but it doesn't make sense because you know well, you really sh- I didn't, shouldn't. But the show made you. They made her kind of a. They made her, her a drag, and yeah, I, they 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 definitely made her kind of a drag. But at the same time, I felt horrible for Lori. I was I was so upset by her death for some reason, mm-hmm. and I think it was the fact that she had to she had to give birth to her baby in front of her son. And they had to basically like he's seeing do her it. at her they worst. had they had to do a like a c section in a pinch in front of uh you know in front of i guess it was maggie and uh and carl and um yeah, and you knew that she was just she was gonna die, mm-hmm. you know, and so Carl had to like put a bullet in her head, yeah, that messed me up a little bit well the I'm pretty much just going to compare everything that you're saying so far to the comic book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't expecting to do that, but... doesn't ha- um, It doesn't happen in the comic Yeah, the death of Laurie in the comic book is they're all escaping the prison, and she's mm-hmm. still pregnant. And yeah. they get overrun by zombies, and they just eat her. And Rick just keeps running. Well, doesn't she get shot, and the bullet goes through her and into the baby, too? Into... Great, now you're making me question everything. Doesn't I just happen? know that they're? I I remember that they're in the woods. By the governor and everyone's chasing. Oh, yeah. isn't the governor? Do- yeah, it's I it's believe, a big governor I that thing, is it. and it makes you hate the governor even more. I mean, he's pretty despicable in the TV show too. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, it it everything breaks down completely differently, and I I really appreciate the TV show. I I kind of feel I kind of find this is a side note, but I kind of find the the comic books to be like sprawling and just kind of like uh i don't know unfocused for a lack of a better term and i i mean i like the comic books i like the events that the story that unfolds and everything mm-hmm. but like the the uh the tv show just seems more succinct 
yeah. and like they you know they have a they know where they're going with it and every every season seems calculated in my opinion but yeah no. i mean i i i agree that the show seems a little more calculated but with the comic book i i started reading it when it first came out um episode or uh issue four was the first one i ever read ah, and it okay. was when it came out so 2004 2005 mm -hmm. whenever it first started coming out um i read it and what i loved about the comic book was at the end of every single issue i was absolutely hooked yeah which which is a great thing for comic books because there's a lot of marvel stuff that i read and i'm like okay well this ended kind of poorly i'm i'm gonna keep up with the story but the Walking Dead kept me on, like, you know, kept me clenched. Yep. And wanting more every single issue. So, yeah. uh, well, clenched was a weird word to use. Clenched. Yeah. I just pictured your butthole puckering. Oh. There's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get into butthole puckering. So, uh, the butthole puckering is totally the sensation of, like, playing Super Mario Brothers and you jump and, like, just make the jump that's a butthole pucker that's right a there. butthole pucker yeah right there uh i wouldn't say the walking dead is a butthole pucker kind of thing oh i'll get to butthole puckering with the what hole with the walking dead with the what hole. with the what with, <laughs> with the, the what hole butthole the what hole <laughs> the butthole dead um i hope that i learned to talk yesterday i hope that uh puckering butthole isn't one of your favorite moments from the walking dead well it's not because I don't know if that ever happens. I'm sure every single person is puckered in the every in the show. <laughs> every single every single butthole in the show is oh, puckered. Judith, constant constant pucker. Yeah, head Ju to toe pucker. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, the puckering on that butthole. His is more it's of like mwah, a gentle magnifique. <laughs> <laughs> just kisses the back of his tight jeans so i want to also add that uh this episode that we're that we're talking about is not sponsored by is, <laughs> tight buttholes no this this episode that we're talking about is also the episode in which t-dog dies and he has like a very heroic death if i remember correctly i couldn't i couldn't get into that character i felt T dog like, i felt like a lot of what he said was just kind of a like a stereotypical black person line and it, it wasn't like over the top or anything like that but it just didn't seem natural it's it not like, like they were trying to force his dialogue it's not to as be... bad as like ice cube and anaconda no, no yeah <laughs> he's like oh. it wasn't like i didn't i didn't think <laughs> anything like that but i, I just felt like i should have stayed in south central yeah That's they just so awful they just kind of like forced him to be that way racism he could have just been a typical normal yeah male i felt i was uh i liked t-dog i thought he was really cool i um i was i liked that they gave him a, a heroic death uh because he like you know it was the, the typical zombie thing of where he gets bitten and uh he's like well there's still a lot to get done before you can afford to lose me type of thing you know what i mean because yeah. he gets he gets like munched on the shoulders yeah, there's and everything. so many deaths in the but, walking dead where it's just like Oh my God! One just but scratched then, my back. Yeah. I'm just gonna lay here. I'm, but I'm yeah, dumb. he he still continues to fight, and he you know he holds his own against the zomp the walkers for like a long. I almost said zombies. Uh -oh. oh my God! Don't do that. Wow. Anyway, uh, so that was my number four. 
mainly because of Lori's death. I, it it really messed me up. Like I was I was so bummed, especially in the moment where like where Carl kind of comes out to the courtyard and Rick is like, "Where's Lori?" And she gets eaten by that zombie. Oh, that's yeah, that's later on. And you find the hair and stuff. And when he's like, "Dad, the the zombie is like is like all like flesh drunk." Yeah, which I don't yeah. understand <laughs> because like... Lori was at this point Lori was dead. She died and turned and then Coral. Well, he he didn't. Coral. Coral shot him. He, he shot she him didn't. In the head and she her. didn't turn like she like. I think she just kind of passed peacefully, and then Carl. Well, that, yeah, that's what I meant. Like she, Carl, like, she passed away. Yeah, and then Coral. <laughs> I'm gonna just gonna keep and calling then, him Coral. And then Coral earlier joke. put a bullet in her head. Yeah. So I don't see why that the sucks. zombie would want to eat. Well, no, they they still yeah. like they the, the zombies. The walkers still like flesh. Yeah, it like doesn't happen enough. It was fresh. It was fresh flesh. Flesh. It was flesh. I just so, coined that copyright, um, 2016. Trademark fresh flesh. At the at, when this You're airs, fired. he's going to be our president. Oh, Early I think that's January. Yeah, 2016. January. That's when the elections are, right? Yeah, that's how much I know. Um, all right, number five. Let's. Uh, we just did number five. Up. We did number four. Now number three. Oh, sorry, I was going in a no completely worries. different order. Uh, we should stop doing this top ten. Business. <laughs> the the episode Welcome to the Tombs, which is season three. I, I love season three yeah, for apparently. some reason. Episode the, the four, whole episode the whole six. the whole prison arc of the the show I, I absolutely love. Um Welcome to the Tombs. Uh season three episode this can't be right. It's season three. Anyway, I think it's the mid season finale. I have written down episode sixteen, but I think that that is completely wrong. Because it's not episode 16. That's yeah. ridiculous. Anyway, so Welcome Sorry. to the Tomb, season three. It's the mid-season finale uh, where it. I have written down The Governor versus Rick, part one, mm. where the, like, the governor has amassed his Woodbury militia, and they've decided to go and um, storm the prison. But they have no fucking idea what they're getting into because you know we've been they've established already that rick and his crew are like a tight unit they know every they they can clear a room of zombies like in in no time and they are tactical they know every nook and cranny of that prison at this point and they're basically sending they're they're funneling these uh these Woodbury militia people into like the catacombs in with all these walkers. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Like they have no idea what they're walking into. Um, yeah. So it shows how, how sheltered and how soft the, the Woodbury people are. They're not as, not to the extent of like the Alexandria people, Mm -hmm. but like Woodbury, they, they've been living in like, they've been living comfortably yeah for most for the most part and so they're not used to having to scrounge for you know and and fight for what they what they have mm-hmm. and so once they decide like oh we're just going to take over the prison yeah right they're not going to take over shit yeah yeah they so get their asses is, handed to them is this the the part with the tank the, yeah, no 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 that's 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 later is this is the episode this is this is the episode where uh where the governor has amassed his his 
militia and they're coming in and they're like, hey, we're going to take over this prison. And they come, they totally go off half cocked and they fucking blow it. Yeah. They blow it. Like Rick and his crew, like just fucking, you know, kick their asses. And they run out of the prison uh, with their tail between their legs, basically. And they're halfway back to Woodbury. And the fucking governor just decides to shoot everybody. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yes, he kills everyone. Yeah, in he's his just group. like, I, he's so pissed off that he decides he's going to kill everybody. He kills his It wasn't so much crew. that he was pissed off. It was that people were like, why do we why, just do that? Yeah, why do we do that? We got our asses handed to us. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know what? Fuck all you guys. And he just kills all of them. Yeah. From reading the he's comic crazy. books, um, uh, the governor in the TV show is a lot more mild than the governor uh, yeah. in the comic books. But uh, I was I was so happy. Well, it's weird to say happy. Happy is not the correct word. Well, no, you were fulfilled. I was excited, yeah, yeah. yeah, fulfilled when he started to act out how he actually is. Yeah. Um, because yeah, books. he's, he's, I, I, he, I agree that he's definitely way more crazy in the mm-hmm. comics. I'm not as familiar with the comics, but I have, I have seen the governor in the comics and he's definitely way more extreme and Spanish. Than, yeah. He's Spanish <laughs> but, uh, as opposed to like a Scottish thespian yeah. or Irish thespian. He's basically like Liam Neeson. Yeah. I've oh, always, he is. I've, yeah, he's, he's a totally lot. He's a lot like Liam Neeson. He's like, I'm the governor. I punch wolves. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Just the gray. I did, every time every time I think about Liam Neeson or the dude who plays the governor, I think about them saying the word anything, which is anything. Anything. Well, I don't need anything. So anyway, uh, yeah. Governor versus Rick part one. Welcome to the tombs. Episode something. Question mark. Episode question mark from season three. So now we're on number two. You're number two out of five. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention that's also the episode where Andrea says goodbye. Andrea gets her ass bitten and uh, she and Michonne have like a really great moment where, yeah, basically uh, Rick gives Andrea his gun and she wants to just basically off herself on her own terms. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I thought, I thought that was badass. There's not enough honorable deaths yeah. in this show. And it's Michonne is like, like, that's the first time that you see Michonne really tearful mm-hmm. and really just kind of taken aback by the horror that that is, you know, become and stuff. So uh <laughs> that has come and stuff. And stuff you know. Yeah, she's uh Michonne's a total badass. Like she carries around two zombies. You don't yeah, you don't see her, her ex boyfriend and right. his brother, I think, or best friend, his Right, you, you don't you don't see her getting emotional over anything. She's yeah. very she's very stoic and very like closed off emotionally. But her friend, she you know, she had a great bond with Andrea, and when Andrea passed, like that was that was monumental for her. I think. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I didn't like that they killed Andrea off. You didn't like it? Mm-mm. Why not? Did you, were you a fan of Andrea? Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about it with the comic books. Uh, um, okay. You know, love stories and stuff. Every, okay. you know, our audience knows well, she was how with, much of a... She was with uh, Dale. romantic I am. Yeah. She was with Dale in the comics. Yeah, that was weird. And and the show, Dale had had died, like, way early. Like, yeah, they, like switched, two. Uh, they switched Herschel with Dale, basically, in the show. Because yeah. Dale is the one who loses a leg, and he lives in the prison for a while. Yeah. And they have, like, two kids. 
that they're watching. I don't remember whose they are. Probably they kind of like adopt two kids. Carol like kills herself, who, but she's still I, in the I show. Remember that. Yeah. Um, all right, let's. Uh, okay, so we'll move on to my number two, which is comes from uh, the episode entitled Coda, which is season five, episode eight, mm-hmm. uh, the death of Beth. Oh, Beth the Beth. Beth death, death Beth. So, um, yeah, uh, Beth has been basically kidnapped by this this uh, facility that is you know being is under under the uh, the watch of a character named Dawn, mm-hmm. and she's basically she rules this this uh, this facility with an iron fist, and um, they set up like an exchange. Is that correct? I can't. I'm trying to remember exactly. Uh, yeah. So what they were going to do is they were going to chain. Uh, they were going to exchange. Uh, Everybody hates Chris. Yeah. For Beth, and Beth stabbed the girl. Well, she does. Yeah. Scissors. She because like I think they were going to just give Beth to her, and then right when they're in the middle of that, they're like, "Well, one one more thing. Why don't you give us? Everybody hates Chris. Yeah." And I hate that like, I don't remember his name. Yeah. Well, his name is Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's face it. I don't remember his last name, though. Everybody Hates Chris uh, Jones, I think it was. Right. So Everybody Hates Chris is like, fine, let's not. We don't need to, you know, anyone need, we don't need any more bloodshed. Mm-hmm. I'll willingly go over there. And so um, I feel like Dawn says something that, that instigates, uh, inst- that like really pisses uh Beth off. So yeah, Beth she hides. She, she shouts popsicle and points her fingers in the sky like guns. Yeah. And then so <laughs> so Beth is like, how dare you? How dare you, popsicle? And she she like takes out these uh these fucking scissors that she stashed away in her little cast, in her little Beth cast, and she stabs her, she stabs Dawn in the back, and Dawn says, <gasps> Why'd you do that? And then immediately, like reflexively shoots Beth in the fucking head yeah i mean she absolutely should have because i would have done the same thing if somebody jabbed scissors stabbed skizzers there yeah. we go skizzers into me i would absolutely shoot them yeah um i thought it sucks that beth died because i really liked the story arc with her and daryl shocking yeah. and i didn't expect that to happen Dar- i was happy to see that daryl like almost as as reflexive as as Don was like just got out his gun and just shot oh, yeah. Don in the head. Yeah, I was like yeah. I don't understand that either like um watching the show you think Daryl and Carol are going to get together cuz they're like they had a bond all about each other and then Beth came along and you they changed well, it and then Beth left and now Daryl and Carol Daryl and Carol they probably just didn't want their names to rhyme. Uh they never got back together. <laughs> Which I well, find weird. I mean, they were never together in the first place. They have, they all have a bond, like you know. But I, Daryl, they were like Daryl bonded with got? Beth and Here's with Carol, respectively. And yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> just, I just ruined your thought completely. Sorry. You show me your body, I'll show you mine. Yeah, is what they would say. So my number one would be from uh, the episode entitled Too Far Gone, Season 4, Episode 8, which is the mid-season finale of, of Season 4, uh, Governor versus Rick, Part 2, which is the bloodiest episode ever with the most deaths. Uh, I've never been more nervous during any episode. My my butthole puckered. Oh. Yeah. 
the entire episode. 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 Weird. The entire episode. The entire episode. Bajo the Packers. The entire episode. My Bajo Packer. It was Thai. It was lean. Sour. It, it was, was like a, dr- a drink. A it water. was sweet and sour. Like a chicken. And it was spice. So All right, uh, now, that our, now that our friends from the South have left. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think butthole pucker is going to be an ongoing thing in this episode. No, that. Okay, so that episode. Was, that is the last insane. time I'm ever, ever going to say that is what I thought you were going to say. That is the last time I'm ever going to say that. And uh, that episode uh, was insane. You've got Herschel getting like nearly decapitated and trying to like crawl away to survive. Oh, yeah. And then the governor comes upon him and just like, uh-uh, and then hacks with Michonne's katana violently mm-hmm. until it, he fucking decapitates him. Yeah. Like that's just, that's just needless violence. You don't need to do that. Well, that's Herschel. Yeah. He, I mean, he's such Herschel. a great character. He's such a good man. He you is. know? You just got to cut his fucking head off. Are you kidding me? Why? Yeah. He wants the prison. It was, I was, he, he was, I feel like he didn't even want the prison. I feel like he didn't even give a shit. Oh yeah. He was just totally making a point at this. Yeah. And then, well, (laughs) because the whole deal was like, he did, he wanted a family, but he like left that girl and her, his girlfriend alone. And then the, the, the little girl got bitten and mm-hmm. so he, he like shoots her in the head in the middle of the whole skirmish, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Fuck it, let's just take the entire prison." And then yeah. they, they and then they they storm through with a tank, and uh, yeah, like everybody's dying and everybody's getting shot and everybody. It's just it's just it's so awful. And and then it, they leave you with the idea that maybe Judith is dead, mm-hmm. that Judith, the little baby Judith, is dead and gone, and. Uh, yeah, Carl and Coral. Coral and Rick run away. They flee the prison, and they're like, uh, "Don't look back. Yeah, just keep going." You know, that's just heartbreaking to me. Yeah, I really like that part in the comic books too. And instead of Herschel uh, getting beheaded there, it was Tyrese in the mm-hmm. prison. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty pretty cool. And that was pretty cool. So that was my number one. I yeah, think it's a great top five. Thanks, man. Anytime. Let's hear your top five. All right, my top five. We're gonna switch over to the comic books. Um, actually, this is great because uh, you were just talking about the governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my favorite part, uh, my fifth favorite part from the comic books is the governor, mm-hmm. and the difference here is that the governor is actually Hispanic, and I'm also gonna bring the novel into this, which has to do with. Uh, it was tied in with a comic book as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so the governor is actually his name wasn't Philip. It was it was something else. Uh, it from the book it was something else, and his brother was Philip. So mm-hmm. he was with his brother Philip throughout the entire book, and eventually they get to Woodbury, and his brother dies. So he he decides at this point he's going to like be a badass and he's going to like be assertive and like take control of his life so he takes his brother's persona and walks into woodbury 
and shoots the leader of the group in the head, basically saying, this is mine now. So his mm. daughter in the comic book is actually his niece. And he was trying... Does he say that it's his daughter, though? Or no? He says it's his daughter in the show. In the show? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And he might he might he might do that in the comic book as well. Okay. I read I read the novel after like way after I read the comic books. Okay. Um, but the whole thing was he was running through the forest with his brother um, after some people with guns were trying to get into a house that they were just crashing in, mm-hmm. and somebody shot or they were so they were shooting and they they shot his niece who was in his arms who he was supposed to protect. So he, I, I think he tied her up and like kept her there. But then hmm. after he, uh, oh, after, after his niece died, his brother brought her around on a chain. His brother, mother, of, a chain? Or, yeah, mother, his brother, the mother of his daughter. Yeah. Like he had the. I've gone cross-eyed. I have no idea what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the governor from yeah. the comic books. Uh-huh. His his daughter in the comic books is actually his niece. Okay. Got so it. his brother in you the lost comic me. book. Just kidding. Stop. Sure. <laughs> Stop. So his brother in the comic books ends up tying his daughter up on a chain and they go through the entire rest of the the novel mm-hmm. with her chained up and they're getting to Woodbury. And the brother ends up dying. So Philip, who we met in the show, right, and the comic book, mm-hmm. takes his niece and keeps her with him. Oh, and okay. takes over the persona of his brother, who was like weird. fearless and like okay, I got it, cocky weird. and did everything right. So, um, so so we learned wow. the entire background of him. So there's there's that difference and you're never the uh, they'll never ever talk about that in the show but oh, of course not because that's too much it's not streamlined enough it's, yeah you know and it's, it's complete just, backstory yeah too. it's it's not succinct yeah they never did backstories back then they didn't do backstories they until, do, i mean like, they they do these one-off shows season. they do these one-off shows yeah. and I, and i i really like the one called clear you know that talks about uh morgan but I mean, I have yet to like another one, like the one, the most recent one, we're in season six at the time of this recording. Um, the most recent one where Morgan like learns, what is it, Hakito or something? He learns taquitos. He learns about he taquitos. learns taquitos. We he learns actually, how to we make are taquitos. Get into this. We'll, All you got to we'll do this later. You got to preheat the oven at three fifty. You have no. Let you can only put six on a thaw? plate, and they have to be equidistant oh, okay. from each other. That's and the microwave thing. The outside. Okay, right. That's when you're. I always it always comes out soggy for me. Oh. Though those taquitos. I'm gonna teach you something, right, boy? Um. So that's that's my number five mm-hmm. for the comic books. Uh, number two is Rick's hand. When Rick is dealing with the governor in the mm-hmm. comic books, he gets his hand chopped off. I think I've seen that. Yeah. And that's a huge thing throughout the entire comic book because Rick walks around without a hand, which you can't really do in the show. In the show, it's, it's not practical. Yeah, there would be like, you know, they, they probably blew all their their budget on on having Herschel's non-leg. Yeah. You know? And I think uh, with him losing losing his hand and then being so far forward in the comic books, they're mm-hmm. probably 
they're probably close to 100 issues past Rick getting his hand cut off in the comic books. Yeah. I'm sure Robert Kirkman was like, I shouldn't have done that. Because there's a lot that Rick is limited to do in the comic books. Mm-hmm. And I don't he, have a hand, Coral. 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 Uh, I need to stack this wood. Can you give me a hand? Get it, Coral. Because I don't have a hand. Coral. Okay. Exactly. Um, so, but at that point, uh, you know, uh, Rick gets his hand cut off. So you're thinking, or Rick, yeah, Rick gets his hand cut off. So you're thinking that he's, there's a possibility that he's going to die. The main mm-hmm. character from the comic book is going to die. And he's going to leave Carl all alone because yeah. Lori and baby are dead. Quick side note. Are you ever freaked out by the fact that Andrew Lincoln in the show, well, has, in the show he has like an Atlanta accent. And then whenever they talk behind the scenes with him, he's totally British. I'm that way with everybody. Okay. Uh, I found out like two years ago, Christian Bale was British. <laughs> really? Yeah. Had no idea. <laughs> Yeah, he'll be like, you know, the thing I think about, you know, with, with Rick is really going through some really tough times at this point. You know, he's he's got coral and he's yeah. Got we like, bring this up every episode, but is that a beetle talking? You know, he's got he's got like, you know, it's all about love, baby. It's all about love. You know, I it's like peace so and love, peace and love. Why do you hate the Beatles? They haven't done anything that appeals to me except to make great music that appeals to me. I said. It can okay. appeal to you. Do whatever you want. You're your own person. I will, and I'll continue liking the Beatles until the day I die. Go for it. Okay. Yoko was my favorite. So, um, Rick's hand. Son my next part is is Rick's family. Um, this was a big part in the comic books that's very different. Uh, Lori dies. Judith is never born. Um, but in the comic books... Really? Yeah. I thought Judith was born, and then... The baby just gets shot through the head, right? Doesn't the ba- doesn't like the governor shoot Lori and the bullet goes through Lori and through the baby? I'm pretty sure she's still pregnant. Okay, well we'll have our listeners uh, uh, hold our feet to the fire on that one. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you know what Tom means, go ahead. So in the comic books. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're at the point where Rick and Andrea are together and Andrea dies early in season, season three, halfway through season three. Was it at the very end of season three, very end of season three, Andrea dies. Yeah. So, um, a few other things that happen is during the prison ordeal. Um, all of the prisoners are like complete psychopaths basically. And yeah. Rick goes in and this is before Rick's total badass. And he's kind of like hesitant of living with prisoners. Tyrese, mm-hmm. one of them. Um, Tyrese isn't a prisoner, though. In the comic book? No, he's not. I'm def- I'm positive he's not. They meet him in a snowstorm with his family. Maybe I'm reading different books. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Real cool. Anyway, keep, so, keep going. Sorry. I don't mean uh, to interrupt. One of the psychopaths in the prison cuts andrea's face wide open yeah like joker style is this mouth to ear is this the same guy who kills all the kids yes yeah like yeah okay yeah he's like a crazy santa without a beard oh no no no! that's the nice guy that's the the 
Oh, wait. No, no, no. The Crazy Santa without a beard. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. That's the nice guy. <laughs> Isn't there a nice guy who has who looks like Santa Claus? There's probably. This guy doesn't have a beard. He's like a creepy He's pedophile like kind of looking. Yeah, creep. okay. With glasses and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> it doesn't even matter what I say anymore. Um. But yeah, so in the comic books, Rick is with Andrea. They live together. It's basically like Carl's mom now. They've been together for so long. Um, that's my number three. Uh, I just wanted to touch on that. It's not like a favorite moment of mine. I could mm-hmm. care less who Rick is with. But I think that that's a huge plot point because in the comic books, you don't think of Lori anymore. Like, And you haven't for a very long time. There mm-hmm. was a time where he was carrying a phone around and talking to her or whatever. But um, you really don't think of those characters at all they're never brought up rick's happy whatever he's got a shaved head he's got a full beard no hand he's cool he's moved on yeah he's yeah. cool um a character that i'm really excited about in the comic books that probably won't make it to the tv show based on his name mm-hmm. and his sexual orientation because there's already a, a homosexual character in the walking dead is jesus mm-hmm Jesus is like this total badass guy. He's got a full beard, long hair. looks like Jesus. Um, but it it seems like zombies just aren't interested in trying to kill him. Um, like they come towards him, but he like does these ninja kicks and, and roundhouses and stuff and just myrtleizes him. You're looking really fucking confused. I kick ass for the Lord. I keep thinking of Dead Alive. Okay. The... Uh... Or the priest, like Kung Fu fights all those zombies. Have you seen that movie? Dead Alive, the Peter Jackson. Jackson, Yeah, yeah, yeah. This calls for divine intervention, and he like, yeah, it's great. (laughs) It's good stuff. He like, yeah, it's great. (laughs) I don't know what else I can say about it. It's just you you can say anything. Go see the movie. It's Dead Alive, Peter Jackson. If you're overseas, it's called Brain Dead. So, yeah. Anyway, keep going. So, J- Jesus. Uh Jesus, they probably aren't going to add Or is a, it Jesus? It I don't know. It's written. It's a comic you book. You don't really know. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Uh based on how it's pronounced in my head, it's Jesus because at this point um you're thinking like you're supposed to think that it's Jesus, like actual Jesus our Lord and, and Savior. Savior. Mm-hmm. Um because you've already had the priest show up, and now Jesus is the second character that the zombies aren't really attacking too much, in, right? Um, but he and he's survived like on his own for a while, so um, he's part of the hilltop, which is mm. I'm, I kind of what Alexandria is. Well, doesn't it kind of happen after Alexandria? Well, based on the based on the show where they're at, like yeah. if Negan's showing up right now, they should have already been at the hilltop. So I okay. think in the show they're just completely getting rid of the hilltop. Yeah. And Alexandria is kind of that. Unless right. they find another another place to stay in the next uh part of the season. But I really like the Jesus character because he is a huge help to Rick in their group and he's trying to just defeat Negan who's a total piece of shit and he's trying to get he has the same values as rick like 
they want to start over and they want life to just happen and rebuild and yeah do farms and have houses with families and events and stuff and neighborhoods totally um <laughs> the <laughs> we've talked about this before like where i say something you're just like no okay no 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 so no now, i'm sorry I, so now totally i have not read that new... far in the comics i'm sorry oh, I d- spoiler alert tom <laughs> okay uh, um, i don't i'm not really reading the comics well hopefully you. you've gotten to this part um because this is my my last thing that i wanted to touch on with the comic books number five um, number five or number one whichever way i was counting you're counting um, down so the character Ezekiel, um, he shows up after Jesus or Jesus, however you read it. Um, Ezekiel has a goddamn tiger and they have this ridiculous bond and he keeps keeps him on a leash and like keeps him like away from everybody. But when they attack zombies, he unleashes the tiger and it just rips them apart. Really? And I hate. That wow. they aren't going to be able to put a tiger in the Walking Dead show, so I don't that, feel like that Ezekiel's sounds ever going to show absolutely up. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. No, no, no. But I mean, it sounds it sounds awesome. He like found him like at a ridiculous zoo. in like, an awesome way. Found yeah. him at a zoo. Yeah. So it's not like he just has a, a tiger. Like Mike Tyson shows up and is like, take the zombie, dude. <laughs> I sound just like him. Wow. <laughs> All right, what is Mike Tyson here? It sounds so like Michael weird. Jackson. And it was Mike was Michael Jackson here? Both. Both of them are And they wow. left. May they both rest in peace. Oh, man. But Ezekiel and his tiger. So good. Mike Tyson, rest uh, in peace. <laughs> he'd be rolling over in his grave if he heard me do that impression. Oh man. But um, he would. Ezekiel and her tiger and and his tiger are two of like my favorite <laughs> characters. And unfortunately, they both meet their demise. Um, the tiger dies first Spoiler alert. and, <laughs> and, uh, after the Negan situation, there's the, the zombie humans. They are this group of humans, the whisperers who walk around wearing zombies faces as masks. That's crazy. And I wonder if they're sh- going to do that in the show. It would be great if you they think did. They will? But uh, let's just say Rick's team double crosses them and they kill most of the people. Ezekiel, one of them. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. Spoiler alert. Rick's team kills Ezekiel? No, no, no. Oh. Rick's team double crosses the Whisperers. Oh. And the Whisperers kill a bunch of people from Rick's group. And Ezekiel's one of them. Who is oh. Michonne's love interest in the comic book? I remember I th- where I'm at in the comics. Uh, she's going after Tyrese, which does not happen in the show at all. She like isn't uh, Tyrese is like I remember in the comic books Tyrese is with like two girls. One of the girls gives him yeah. There's a whole blow jangles while the other girls. What's walks a blow jangle? It's uh I don't know. I'll have to ask my parents. I heard it. I heard it like by a bike rack at high school. Mm. Okay. So uh yeah, Ezekiel Ezekiel and Ezekiel and Tigre. Ezekiel and Tigrace. Uh Tony the Tigrace. Their food. They both die in the comic book, and it's unfortunate because they're both great characters. That's too bad, man. 
Some would say. <laughs> Some would say. Some would say. So that Call that is back. my that's my top five. Um, that was a pretty sweet top five, dude. That's what I gotta say. <laughs> Some would say. <laughs> All right. Fuck so that. how far are we into this uh, moonshine? Because we've been drinking it the entire time. We have about an inch left in the mason jar that it comes in. Way to slam your oh, glass man, on the I... table. So we realize with our episodes that we, we slam, slam glasses our glasses down on the table. the table and it makes a sound. So we have a Rubbermaid bucket sitting to our right. And I completely forgot all that. I, com- I forgot all the the whole uh, strive to not put glasses down on our table. Goddamn and uh, I did it anyway. Hey, Coral. Yes, Dad. Do you know why the mushroom was invited to all the parties, Coral? Why? Because he was a fun guy. A fun guy, Coral. I hate you. So now moving on to the next part, we're going to do a quick shot and talk about this season of The Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> you got to chase it with the moonshine, huh? <coughs> Jeez. That was a terrible idea. Keep going. So I don't like whoever taught me how to drink. Season six. Season six. Um, I that's feel like- the current. That's the current season that we are in the middle of, because we last heard we, the last episode that we saw was the mid-season finale of season six. Correct. Yes. Cool. So, <laughs> cool. what's number one? Number one is um, well, we don't this, and we're definitely not putting oh, this in we go, any kind of order. Okay. Uh, we just have a list of five things that we want to do. Um. So, this season, this is by far the worst season, I think. The worst season. You think it's worst awful? Worst season so far. I, had, I think it had a strong start, though. Strong start with a pretty rough uh, way that things ended up. Right? I, I don't know. I, I, I liked that there was a bunch of zombies. Like, cool, there's a horde. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of... what During the entire episode, there was a lot of, like... What's the point? You have mm. you have five hundred zombies like yeah. set up. Burn them. Don't try to like have tough. them follow a motorcycle or have them follow a car. I feel like that might Douse be them in gasoline. Might be and a bunch of Molotov them. cocktails you could throw at them. Yeah, yeah. Kill them all instead of like, oh well, we're gonna just make them go east. Yeah. No, probably west. They would probably take them west. It just didn't make sense to me. Um, but yeah, this is one of the things I want to talk about, the horde from the from yep. the beginning. Do I thought it. it was a great start, and I was really excited to get this season going because yeah. I was I was a little confused with how everything was starting. Like, you know, they didn't show you how the horde, like, built up. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't really show how they amassed. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you kind of get the, you kind of get the, uh, the sense that they just, it was like a weird sort of, uh, chasm or something that they just kind of fell into, like a weird, um, I don't know, like a, like a enclave, I guess, that yeah. they all just kind of fell into. 
and they all heard each other, and so they just followed that same direction and wound up in the exact same place, mm-hmm. and they were blocked off by like some trucks. Who I don't know who put those there. It was probably Rick and their group. No, it wasn't. It seemed like they were setting no, it up. They won't. No, they won't. <laughs> yeah, let's get Watto in here for another ten minutes. No, let's please don't. That guy. Yeah. Yeah, keep George out of here too. Uh, nope. Okay. Never. Never again. Um, but yeah, I feel like the way that they were setting up the beginning of this season is that Rick and his group set up the zombies with these vehicles. And that their whole plan was like, all right, well, we're just going to kind of, I don't know, maybe they'll follow us right. away from Alexandria. Hmm. But I thought it was a good start. I, uh, I'm i going to agree with you on there. Yeah. On on there. On there. On yeah. there. On that. You agree with me on that? I'll agree with you on that, Coral. Hi, Coral. <laughs> What's up? What? What if we were all books, Carl? Not again. Would Norman read us, Carl? I hate you, Tom. Would Norman read us, Carl? <laughs> Get out, Carl! <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> I agree with you. The Horde was a good start. They had a great start to the season. Yeah. But I felt that it was also kind of lacking. Um, this can lead us into another thing that we want to talk about is Rick's group in Alexandria versus Alexandria's group. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really annoyed with this season where anytime that someone was against Rick from the Alexandria group, mm-hmm. they would die almost immediately. Yeah. It's It'd kind of like, like, it's kind of like an unwritten I, rule. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe in what Rick is doing dead. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Rick should be a leader. Well, like even Dead. even in the beginning when they have uh what's the guy's name? Ethan Embry. Yeah. His he plays a character who's like like the 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 whole plan goes off half cocked at some point and uh like Ethan Embry's character is like, Wait, Rick, what are we doing? We Coral we need to, this is a practice run. What are we doing? Yeah, I didn't realize that like, was Ethan Embry at yeah, first. Yeah, like what what like of course, it's a practice run. I mean, but if the practice run turns into the real thing, then you just got to go with it. I mean, mm-hmm. it, duh. You idiot. Yeah. You dumb fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, you just got to roll with it, y'all. Exactly. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yes, I know. I know these things. I mean, like, he just... I don't understand why he didn't see what he was doing. You, you, you got to roll with things. You know what I'm saying? Are you Bill Clinton now? No, I'm just trying to be like, you know, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Bill McConaughey. Just like the worst person ever. No, I just... Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can join Lucas outside. Um, hey, uh... God damn it. No. So my pro- <laughs> I will strangle you. Every time that Tom stops doing an impression, he leans right back to the microphone. So let's get back to this. Um, so one thing uh, in this season that I thought was, was a good line that finally ties everything in together is when, I don't remember her name, homegirl, leader of Aunt Alexandria, 
was like, it's not Diana. Right? It's not your group and my group. It's like it's Our us. Group. Like it's yeah. everyone, which is basically what it is. Like people just this entire season, first part of the season is people realizing, trying to realize that it's people versus zombies, and people mm-hmm. should stop trying to divide into Rick's group and Diana's group, and that under one roof and within the walls they're one community and it took way too long for that to be the premise of the show yeah they they definitely uh they they definitely really overdid the whole like okay the alexandrians they just don't have any experience they're completely Mm -hmm. in over their heads they don't know what it's like on the outside uh they they did that you know, six ways a Sunday. They know, yeah. yeah, it's it's completely overdone. And yeah, we know, we get it. Yeah, we get it. Rick's Rick and his crew know what's going on. The Alexandrians do not. Mm-hmm. So, it only took what ten? How many episodes? I don't know, like, like 20? 12? 12? 12? 13? 12 eight. Over 13? 8. 12, 14, 8. 8. Yeah. 8 long fucking episodes yeah yeah some one of them was a one-off too with uh mr morgan let's let's talk about that um i have some complaints one this episode didn't need to happen no the entire episode should have been the morgan episode you're talking about morgan and eastman and the entire morgan episode what should have happened was it should have been real quick morgan learned not to kill people from eastman so boom let's get back to present day but they spent 45 minutes explaining that there was a guy out there who didn't want to kill people. And mm-hmm. he felt that if he could trap them in a jail, that he could reform them back to being nice, nice, nice people. people, which is what he did with Morgan. That is what he did with Morgan. But Morgan's now a nice person. It's a, a total waste. So in this episode, they kill off Eastman. He gets eaten by a zombie. And they kill off... The one person that Eastman wanted to kill in the episode, mm. who who they didn't show in the episode, they just mentioned. So there was a a convict who escaped from prison and killed Eastman's wife and child. And Eastman said he's going to find this person, keep him in a jail, uh, jail, and basically make him starve to death. Right. And the entire episode, you're like. Okay, so they haven't confirmed that this happened. So Eastman, or sorry, uh, the other character, the character Eastman wanted to kill, could still be at large. So there's a storyline. Maybe Morgan's going to go after this guy that Eastman wanted. Maybe. Maybe Eastman's going to return with this guy. Or... (laughs) Maybe. Or... um, God damn it, Tom. Uh, or something else is going to happen. But instead, yeah. at the end of the episode, Eastman's dead and the guy that Eastman wanted to go after was dead. And They're now... both dead. And so now. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's just an episode that's completely wasted saying Morgan was a bad guy. Now he's good. Yeah. I mean. Why are your hands raised? <laughs> they literally are. I, don't, I mean, like, I'm agreeing with you bro i see it by your body language dude totally yeah no i <laughs> do you have anything constructive to add to this i'm just like yeah it's 
That's totally it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So that's totally (laughs) it with that episode. Um, So uh, uh, another thing, too. The biggest uh, part of this season is Glenn's death. Oh, when Nicholas and him climb on that trash can, Nicholas says, I'm sorry, shoots himself in the head, knocking Glenn and him down, and all the zombies go after them. I immediately I knew was... Nicholas was laying on top of Glenn. Yeah, but at the same time, it's kind of like, that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, why If I why fell, would you do that? If I fell f- five and a half feet off a trash can onto cement, I wouldn't have been able to move. If somebody landed on top of me, I wouldn't have been able to move. And then they and then did. they cut to the Talking Dead episode of Chris Hardwick being like, "Oh, this has been a really emotional episode. I mean, we've we've seen the death of Glenn, and it's crazy." Points like <laughs> points, <laughs> yeah. So wipe, wipe, wipe. Yeah, it's it's like I don't. I think it's so manipulative. You mm-hmm. know, I thought it was just wrong in a weird way so yeah kind of low for and the and you dead. knew that glenn wasn't going to be dead because that's not how the episode ended it's right, still well, another it, 15 minutes and that what they should have done was the episode should have ended there and it, then not come back to it for like until the end of this season yeah i could see that they should have kept it going or they should have just had them like they shouldn't have had nicholas shoot himself in the head they should have just had them stuck on that dumpster for the rest of the season. Either way, you're going to be thinking, what's what's going to happen to Glenn? What's going to happen to Nicholas? And also... Instead of like trying to tease a death when we know eventually Glenn's going to die. Like, it, it also all the seemed, characters are going to die eventually. It seemed like a waste of uh, a character arc in a way. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like they were trying to get at the, the idea that maybe Nicholas was going to redeem himself somehow. Yeah. But it's just like, okay, like the whole character arc of Nicholas was just like, he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. He killed killed somebody. He's still a piece of shit. Uh, He feels bad about being a piece of shit. So he's now a piece of shit. And then in the end, he's a piece of shit. So it's like, he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Right. Yeah. I would, I also would have liked to see um, him, say I'm sorry and then push Glenn into the zombies and then we don't see them for six episodes or whatever if he pushed Glenn Glenn and then died well not even like Glenn could have fallen and then quickly wiggled his way under the dumpster like he did but it just it doesn't make sense this character says I'm sorry and shoots himself in the head why would he be apologizing Glenn wants him dead Glenn could care less about this guy who killed Everybody loves Chris or everybody hates Chris. It doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, it was a dumb line for him to say for both characters just to fall into a group of zombies. And then the episode continues with like this. So it should idiot kid wanting cookies at the top of the stairs. He should have said, I'm sorry. And Glenn should have immediately said, I don't care. And then bam. No, (laughs) I hate you. No, it could have ended with I'm sorry. And then we don't see it, but there's a gunshot. Oh. Boom. Then you don't know what happens. Yeah. For, why did he shoot himself in the head? Why did they end it with that him shooting himself in the head and then Glenn falling too? America crazy. Yeah. Everyone everyone knew, oh, Glenn might be alive. So yeah, I just felt like it was a waste of them both falling to the ground. Yeah. Stupid. 
Stupid. So stupid. Whatever. Whatever. Glenn's death's out of here. Let's talk about our last piece. Let's talk about the ending of the final episode. Not just the ending, but the end. Not not the ending where with the mom, where the kid fucking says, picks the worst time. Everyone's just covered in ever to to get scared and talk to his mommy. Mom. Mom, not mom, that ending. Mom, That's a great ending mom, because it's mom. it's infuriating. But uh, the ending in which the the ending that comes after the credits. Abraham, well, it, came, it came into and Sasha. It came halfway through into the Badlands, apparently. Oh, did it really? Yeah, that you had to suck. wait to watch into the Badlands. My favorite thing seeing on Twitter was people saying, "You got us, AMC. I guess we have to watch into the Badlands." Or people were like. Yep, definitely not going to... You're not going to catch us with this one. I just won't watch Talking Dead because Talking yeah. Dead was after Into the Badlands as right. well. But yeah. so the the uh, exit of the episode that we're talking about is where Abraham, Sasha, and Daryl come up uh, on some people on motorcycles. Uh-huh. And finally, the guy reveals that Negan, the new villain, is going to be showing up in the next part of the season. All what you own belongs to Negan, y'all. Yeah. If you don't like it, go on, get out. Go on, get out, y'all. You took our You here? Get it on motherfucker. Get the fuck out. I'm just looking at your lips trying to read them. Sports, fishing, truck, whiskey. Negan, get! (laughs) That was it. That's the entire end of the episode. Um, Negan. I'm excited about it That's, because Negan makes the governor look like Negan is going to be Judith. the worst villain of all time, right? Absolutely. Negan's going to be Negan is the harbinger of all sorts of death. Negan has a baseball bat with spikes Janice. on it. I think it's Janice. He's like a punk rocker. I want to say Janice, spikes. but TNA Wrestling did a thing with Abyss, the wrestler Abyss, who had a like a two by four that was called Janice. Might be Janet. Man, wrestling's ruining my life. Oh, wrestling. Janice? Sammy, do you know? So, Janice. Yeah, I'm going to so say Janice. Negan shows up. Well, Negan doesn't show up, but the, the mention of Negan is is mentioned. And uh, that, that just signifies a whole lot of craziness is going to happen. Am I right? Or am yeah, I right? Yeah, it's going to be amazing. I just... <laughs> so I just searched... Uh, <laughs> It's Lucille, but I just searched. Oh yeah, Lucille is the name Janice, of his bat, and Google changed it to Megan. Just Megan. Wait, Lucille is the name of, of Megan's Lucille's bat. Lucille the name of his baseball bat. Why would he name his his baseball bat? It's in the comic books. Why would he do that? It's so. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you gotta talk to Lucille. Oh, you're a big ball now. I don't know whose voice I'm doing. <laughs> oh, you're a big ball now. Oh, big ball. You got your Lucille. You got your Glenn. You got your Rick. He's only got one arm. He's only got one arm. He's only got one hand. <laughs> Lucille. Lucille is the name. Yeah. Um, of his bat. Of his. Of his bat. With spikes. He is American bat. He had to tow just one of them damn dare American bats. Let's quit talking. He ain't he ain't playing with baseball. He ain't playing baseball with that bat. Oh no, s- show. no sports scoring with this here no. bat. He's just knocking heads. 
So uh, I'm glad that we got to touch on a lot of stuff with the show and the comic book and this season. I'm looking forward to what's going to happen next season with Negan, and I know you are as well, with Lucille, his baseball bat, not Janet or Janice. I can't wait for Lucille. Lucille's going to be a beautiful woman. Okay. Um, so uh, let's get let's get into some little bit of drinking stories. So uh, I've only met one person from The Walking Dead. Uh, living in Los Angeles, you get to see a lot of random people out. And I met um, the actor Chad Coleman, who plays Tyrese, uh, a lot shorter than he, you would think. He was in The Wire, which yeah, he is was. a show that I love. It's probably the best show on television, just so you know. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I met him at a bar called Fatties. It's it no longer exists. Uh, really fun bar. Um, it's uh, it shut down about a year ago. But I met him uh, there, bought a drink, and said, "I absolutely love you." In Walking Dead, I've been following the comic book since since it started, and his response was, "It's the Walking Dead." And then I was like, thanks. And oh, then wow. didn't talk to him again. It was cool. Like he, he corrected was, you. Yeah, absolutely corrected me. It was awesome meeting him. He was very nice. Like we had a drink. It could have been worse, clink. Dylan. It could have been. It could have been better. Yeah, I should like, be right. I mean, it, it cool. Cool meeting him. That's... He, was a, he was a really nice guy. It just sucks that he corrected me with. The Did Walking say, Dead. Is, is there anything else that he said to you? No, that was it. Well, we we that had a little bit of conversation, of but then that like towards the end of the conversation, well, the end of the conversation was, um, you know, I, I love The Walking Dead. Like, great seeing you in it, or I love you in Walking Dead. Great seeing you in it. I've been following it since whatever. And his response was just, "It's it's the Walking Dead." So we had a conversation. Was he prior to that? Ass? No, he seemed seemed what totally fine. Right. Could have been. Maintains okay. himself very well. Very nice guy, though. And he had a drink with me, so it was nice. Um, it just sucks that I had to have that corrected. That does suck. Sorry about that, buddy. Um, so, Moonshine. This is your first time ever having Moonshine. Yeah. It is my first time. I thought that it was like a thing that only hillbillies made. Like a, It was like a makeshift drink. I always thought that, too. I went uh, went to Lake Tahoe uh, a couple of years ago with a few friends, and they brought whatever this brand is, and we all went fishing and we drank moonshine all day while fishing, and that is my experience with it. Cool. Well, hey, <laughs> cool. Uh, why shouldn't you write with a dull pencil, Coral? I don't know, Dad. Because it's pointless. It's pointless, Coral. <laughs> Well, this has been Have a Drink With Me. Thank you for listening.